Hello, landing page optimization listeners. This is your host, Tim Ash. Next time you browse through iTunes or the Google Play Store on your smartphone, make sure to land on and download the webmasterradio.fm mobile app. Listen to new episodes of LPO every Monday or catch up on all the interviews featuring me speaking with the best and brightest conversion thought leaders of today. Download the webmasterradio.fm mobile apps in the iTunes Store or via Google Play today. Welcome to LPO, Landing Page Optimization. Landing page optimization expert Tim Ash is here to show you what it takes to create optimal landing pages. LPO brings you detailed case studies, opinions, and analysis from the leaders of landing page optimization. Now here's your host, Tim Ash. Welcome, everyone. This is your host, Tim Ash, for LPO, Landing Page Optimization. And this week, my guest is Jason Wells. Jason is the CEO of Log My Calls. Hi, Jason. Hi, Tim. How are you? I'm doing great. So uh, for those of our listeners that may not be so much in the telephone-related space, can you tell us uh, kind of at a high level what you guys do at Log My Calls? You bet. You know, um, we talk about uh, conversion a lot, uh, Tim, you know, and uh, I know that's one of your uh, one of your sweet spots. Well, what we focus on is when, when, when that conversion process includes a phone call, that's when we come into it. When, when somebody actually picks up the phone, uh, rather than filling out a form or giving their email information, they pick up the phone and they call the business. Well, a lot of times without the log my calls of what we do, uh, they can't track that information. So we provide a tracking tool to allow them to track that and then analyze the conversation and what's going on offline and connect that to what's going on in online. Great. So you get a kind of a 360-degree view of your interactions with the client. Yeah, we're we're so focused on the web that uh, we forget that people don't always prefer the web. Uh, I've seen studies that say in some cases the difference between filling out an online form and actually having somebody call you can be a 5 to 10x difference in value because the callers are much hotter. Oh, they're at the bottom of the funnel. These people are hot, and they have questions, right? The reason they're calling is because they're not quite sure, and they want to make sure that they're comfortable. And so that call has a huge influence in terms of whether that converts. So you can spend all this money and fine-tune your site, and your conversion might be they pick up the phone call, but then you can kill it all in 30 seconds on a phone call if you don't take care of it and handle it well. Okay, so good point. So first thing is that um, you have to have a, a phone number for them to call in if we're talking about inbound stuff. You have to have it staffed properly, right? Uh, if you can't cover it 24-7, that's probably unreasonable for a lot of folks. You can at least on the website tell people the hours of the phone, the, you know, the, the when they can reach you in effect, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you have to have, you know, you, one thing you have to do is have a phone number. A lot of people, what we found, in fact, if it, at marketing agencies and advertising agencies where they're doing lead gen, will very often hide the business's phone number because they don't want them to call it and then call connect, correct, you know, directly. Then they lose that lead conversion information. So they actually hide the phone number, which, which is ridiculous when you think about it, right? 
Yeah, I think that's that doesn't make any sense to me because what you know, somebody once told me, a marketing mentor of mine, is that people buy the way they buy, not the way you sell. So if they're more comfortable picking up the phone, you should have that as one of your response mechanisms. Exactly. So that so that so the problem shouldn't be solved by hiding the phone number. The problem should be solved by by allowing you to track that activity, connect even the phone call and the conversation to the keywords that you were buying in the first place. So, right. so we'll, we'll, t- yeah, we'll, we'll talk about how to kind of close that loop. But so, you know, one of the, the keys to what you're doing is, um, you know, at one of the big issues that you hear about all the time, and I've spoken at the eMetrics conference, which runs in parallel with our conversion conference about web analytics, and is is attribution. How do you get credit to the channel or activity that brought somebody to your website and ultimately resulted in a sale? So, you know, what you're saying is a lot of times the guys spending the money, say maybe on pay per click traffic, want to get the credit. So, if someone calls in on the phone, they really don't. But you're saying you you can kind of track that. Can you talk about that a little bit more? Yeah, there's there's a lot of different ways to be able to do this. We, we provide a, a couple different choices, but but suffice it to say that you can track it down to finding out. Um, I can connect that phone call, that conversation, even identify whether the cell was closed and connect that down to uh, the source of where that lead was coming from. Uh, you can connect it right down to the actual ad so you can use a URL that what happens is when somebody clicks on that URL or that, that ad and comes over to the website, it would dynamically change out the phone number. So there's a unique phone number that connects that, uh, you know, that particular display ad to that particular phone call. We can also do a, um, oh, uh, connect it to the session ID with a dynamic number insertion. So we use a number of tools to allow you to connect and, and get that attribution right down to you know, the very specifics. Well, to the individual, yeah. So if they haven't wiped their cookies clean, you know, you can get the session and when they are on and all of their other session environment variables like the type of browser, screen resolution, IP they're coming from. You can basically tie all that back to the call, right? Yeah, all yeah, that all can that tie back. And, and I've got to bring up right here, one of the things to, to think about is in the mobile environment where, you know, more and more advertising is going into the uh, into the mobile space you have a, a the, the click to call is extremely popular right I mean you all know from your own experience that you know you look up a, a, a business and you you click to call it's easier to call than fill out a form while you're driving and please don't fill out a form while you're <laughs> oh please don't do that <laughs> when you're driving yeah let, let me just uh, tab over to the ne- this next field yeah no that's not a good idea um, yeah so click to call is is definitely you know the preferred mechanism on mobile in fact i would say it goes as far as to say it should be your um, default Yes, you know mechanism for for someone to respond. Okay, let's talk a little bit about the type of training that folks answering the phone should have. I mean, can you talk about the range of basically how how dumb and untrained can they be, or how much product or service specific knowledge do they need? What are the what do people answering the phones do? What types of uh, kind of background do they need to have? Oh well, um, I'll tell you what, nothing is more important than just caring about that caller. Nothing is more important than that. You can have all kinds of product knowledge. You can have all kinds of training. But if they just care, 
period. That comes through the phone. You hear it, and, and that drives conversion. So the first and foremost is just somebody that cares about the caller that says, hey, let me help you out. Let me get you what you need. Let me, let me answer those questions. So you, you know, that's, that's first and foremost. And, and we find that, that uh, on, on conversion rates, a low conversion rate for a phone call coming in is in the uh, 20% range. Now, if you do spend some time on training and actually working on, uh, on, uh, on, this, on some skills, and I'll talk about one or two of those that are most important, we, we see most businesses, if they, if they use it, uh, they will increase that to 60%. I'll, I'll give you an example of, of a small business, uh, Gerald's Tires is one of our clients. So they wanted to track their advertising, and they were shifting from yellow pages to online and mobile they wanted to figure out where they should put their money. Well, because they optimized their uh, their advertising spend for the same budget, they were able to triple the number of phone calls they were getting into their business. Wow! <laughs> yeah, same same budget, same budget for driving traffic. Yeah, and yes. So again, that goes of kind of how it should be expressed on the page as well. Like a lot of times you have the fill out our form um, and the phone number is usually left in the upper right hand corner. So it exists, it's up there, it's toll free and all that wonderful stuff. But nobody looks in the header of the page once they start interacting with the page content. You only go back up there for navigation or search or other contact methods if you can't find what you need. So we often recommend putting the calls to action right there in the body of the page side by side, either fill out this form or talk to our knowledgeable expert now. Um, do you recommend the same? Oh, absolutely. Yes. And we have seen that when you do that, it bumps up the response. And you probably have uh, better numbers, but from our, from some of our clients, uh, we've seen that they've, you know, they've gotten a, a 30%, a 50% lift in the, in the type of uh, calls and, and things that were coming through. And, and this is important for them because if they, if they are spending any time on, you know, on handling the call well, they'll get a 60% close ratio. I mean, that's great for a lead. Absolutely. Okay. Well, unfortunately, we've run up against our first commercial break, but we'll be back in two minutes with Jason Falls from Log My, sorry, Jason Wells from Log My Calls. More LPO landing page optimization in just a moment. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world, Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sort with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of Internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time and let Majestic wield its mighty sword. MajesticSEO.com It's good to be king. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. 
I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Welcome back to LPO, landing page optimization, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. And we're back. This is your host, Tim Ash, for LPO, landing page optimization. And uh, I have as my guest today, Jason Wells from the CEO of Log My Calls. And we were just talking about uh, kind of how to represent the, the phone number and the call to action on the page. Now, I know you use dynamic numbers, but I've seen some research that says the actual digits of the number will impact the conversion rate. Have you looked into that at all or any of your clients telling you that? You know, we we haven't heard the actual digits. One of the things that we found is that um, fewer and fewer people are actually remembering phone numbers. Uh, the simplicity of punching in a number is uh, is is nice, but one of the things that we see is more and more calls. We're over fifty percent of our calls that we that we are seeing, even if you're on a website or but more and more mobile callers, uh, they're, they're calling from a mobile phone. And that click to call, they may never see the phone number at all. So, so the digits don't matter as much anymore because it's just all kind of hidden away, or they're, or they're just typing it in while they're right in front of the computer. You know, Tim, we haven't seen uh, that the digits of the number are driving the close ratio. It's one of the things that we could analyze and study quite easily because we have all of that information. But it, it's becoming actually less and less important. More than 50% of our callers that we see calling into businesses are on mobile phones now. So the click-to-call is also driving people to not even no. know what number they're calling. Oh, okay, you're right, exactly. They're just pressing a button to call. They don't even know what the number is, and they don't really care. Exactly. So I guess those vanity URLs, uh, you, know, well, you know, the importance of having 800 versus 888 and all of that doesn't really matter nearly as much anymore. No, no, that's that's really declining as... Now, if you're, you know, if you're running a... This, this is different if you're running a billboard on a freeway, okay? <laughs> right. Then you have to. You want them to remember it after they're off. Uh, again, probably you don't want them calling you right there in the car. But hopefully they'll they'll just stick in their mind. So one eight hundred appliance for appliance repair. So there's a local one here, right? That kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Okay, but for most online marketing businesses, that's not really key. What, um, what's um, let's talk. Let's switch gears a little bit. Um, there's this kind of debate going on. I'd say in the industry of uh, folks saying, well. You know, inbound versus outbound. If you do proper content marketing and social media, you'll just have people flocking to you because you're the expert in something. And if you're, you know, you shouldn't pick up the phone and smile and dial outbound because, um, you know, you, that's that's something that's expensive and you have to buy lists and so on. What are the pros and cons of that? And what are your thoughts on inbound versus outbound? Well. It's uh, it's interesting. We track both of those, so we provide um, outbound uh, 
phone calling tracking as well so and, and inbound and what we find is that you you clearly have a higher close ratio on the inbound because uh, people are at the bottom of the funnel they are ready to buy um, they are an interested party uh, what we find though on the outbound is that you're generally um, it, again it depends on the business but you have a higher average selling price on the outbound. And what we hear from our clients is the, the reason that is is because they're targeted. They're focused on, on larger accounts. So it is, uh, it is an outbound targeted focus. These are the sales I'm going to go after versus the inbound. You just take whatever comes in, and those tend to be smaller. So depending on your strategy, uh, tracking that and understanding, okay, how many calls, what's happening. But what we find so often in outbound, and part of the reasons why people come to us for tracking their, their outbound calling is they want to know, well, how am I doing? How, how effective are, the, you know, are my calls? How many calls am I making? How many minutes am I on the phone? And a lot of people don't have fancy call center software, and they want to have just a, a pretty straightforward, you know, track my outbound activity. So it, 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 it's a balance between... You know, take whatever comes to me versus let me go after and go hunting. So if you're, if you're a big game hunter and you want to go out and get some big game, don't just sit and wait for the inbound because you're not going to get enough volume. We find most of the volume is smaller. Yeah, so it's kind of you, you can't control how they hear about you or who responds. Um, I think we've we've seen we work with large and small businesses, so we I would say ninety percent of the inbound stuff that comes in is is all small business. But in there, in that mix, are the kind of larger and enterprise clients as well. Uh, of course, there's just not that, not as many of them out there in the first place, which is why you see that skew. But I think your point is about the game, big game hunting is right. I think outbound is probably more effective if you have probably kind of a business to business or at least a high ticket sale in the thousands or tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands. Uh, otherwise, it's not worth probably doing an outbound program. Yeah, yeah, totally depends on on the product and who you're reaching. But no, you know, but no for your own business. That, um, that, that you can direct your strategy more with an outbound um, versus, you know, versus taking what comes in. Okay, so what you're saying is you can, you can decide on the call list and what companies to call and uh, what job titles to target, all of that kind of stuff. So it's much more uh, maybe they don't want to hear from you, but if they do, they're gonna, you're talking to the right person. Right. Okay, well, what, what are uh, some tricks that you found uh, that are effective for your clients in terms of uh, you know, how they answer the phone or how to get that, that off, offline conversion on the phone? Can you give us can, your top three ideas that work you know, uh, uh, across a wide range of businesses? Yeah, absolutely. And, I, and I'll, I'll start with um, the number one thing that people need to do on the phone when they do get that call and, and and what's interesting is when you're when you're online you can program it in you can program what you want people to do so it's, you always you always have a call to action right that is your 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 conversion that is your request for you know for the business what we find on phone calls is that when people get started and, and what what they need to do is listen to those calls listen to how people are handling those calls we find that 
um, at first, only 10 to 20% of the calls of the agents uh, you know, taking a call will actually ask for the business. What we hear on the phone as we've worked with uh, many, many clients, what, what we do is uh, we'll first advise our clients to listen to their own phone calls. But what we've also done is we've built in a speech recognition tool so that uh, a computer can analyze and listen to the calls and identify what are the factors that are driving and improving the sales. And here's what we found. Number one, the most important thing that somebody can do on the phone call is actually ask for the business. You'd be astounded at how rare uh, it is for people to naturally just ask for the business. Hey, can I schedule an appointment for you? Can I book you a hotel room? Can I get you to come into the shop? Well, let's, uh, that'll be $69. So this is, this is something that I, I know, you know from watching you, Tim, that you preach that you have to have a call to action on a, on a website. So well, yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's like, or, or you know, if the call to action is invisible or clear, if you're kind of oh, tiptoe around it, that that doesn't help either. Yeah, I'm sure we could help you bring your car in. Uh, that's not specific enough. Yeah, like you say, you have to say, when do you want the appointment? Exactly. You just have to do that, and 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 we find that when people do that, that bumps up your close ratio by twenty percent. Right there, just bam, immediately. It's very, very, very simple. The, the second thing that we find that's a, the second most important thing is, is actually listening to your customer. <laughs> it's uh, crazy, but... Uh, but <laughs> what a concept. What a concept. But very few people actually listen to what it is that they're, uh, they're interested in and, uh, and, and really address. They don't even ask the questions. They just assume and they move right into whether it's a sales pitch, which is the same old sales pitch, or, or not. Um, and then the, the third thing is just over the overcoming an objection, right? Giving them one when they say, you know what, I need to talk to my wife first or, um, well, that's, uh, that, that's not going to work for me. Just asking, again, asking a question to say, oh, is that right? Well, help me understand how we could work that out for you or um, when should I call back after you talk to your wife or, you know, just – just addressing that rather than saying, oh, I'm off. So here's one of the interesting things that we find as well is that uh, humans aren't always consistent. And so, and so one of the things that I'd mentioned that we have built into our, our call tracking in the, is an analytics platform which uses speech recognition to look for things like, was this a missed opportunity? Uh, or... Uh, did did my agent ask for the business or did they turn them down? And if it was a missed opportunity, then we can automate triggers to go out, whether it's an SMS or an email alert to the manager. In fact, one of the things that we found is very popular is I just want to know if, if I have a customer that's calling in and asking and they get frustrated or upset, then I want an alert. And so what we're doing is actually using the speech recognition to listen for the um, the tone, the intent, the interest, uh, uh, anger, 
and then we can provide that alert quickly. Well, well let, let's talk about that after the break because we're, we're coming up on another break. Uh, but also, if you, when we do, I want to hear all about your incredible athletic prowess and stamina. I understand that you can go 142 miles. I think I can go about a quarter of a mile without stopping. So uh, we'll explore that when we come back. This is your host, Tim Ash, with LPO, Landing Page Optimization. More LPO landing page optimization in just a moment. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G, digital.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. The SES Conference and Expo is making a springtime stop to New York City, March 25th through the 28th. SES New York 2013 is moving to a brand new venue in the heart of Times Square at the New York Marriott Marquis. Register now at SESConference.com. SES New York 2013 features some of the best and brightest minds in search and social marketing with keynote addresses by top-level executives from Google, Twitter, ESPN, and more. SES New York 2013 will also feature a loaded expo hall and Texpo Pavilion. On-site training by the ClickZ Academy, WebmasterRadio.fm's annual search bash, and so much more. SES New York 2013 at the New York Marriott Marquis in the heart of Times Square, March 25th through the 28th. Register now at SESConference.com. Welcome back to LPO, Landing Page Optimization, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. And we're back. This is your host, Tim Ash, with LPO, Landing Page Optimization. And my guest this week is Jason Wells, CEO of Log My Calls. Uh, Jason, I understand that you're like some athletic marathon super stud. Not, not too many people out there that, that have run an Ironman. Tell us about that experience. Well, I don't know if I would uh, I would call myself a super stud, but but you know, in in the world of Ironman, uh, just finishing is uh, is an accomplishment that I'm uh, proud to have done. You know, you uh, in in the Ironman, you do a uh, you swim 2.4 miles, then you uh, ride a bike for 112 miles, and then you and then you get off and run a marathon. <laughs> so. 
well, you know, I think, you, like you say, for you, finishing is an accomplishment. I'll grant you that. I think for me, starting an Ironman would be an accomplishment. So <laughs> I'm, since I'm not going to even try. Um, so, yeah, like I, I've told people before, my workout motto is no pain, no pain. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to stick with that. Keep the pain away. Yeah, it's working for me. No, just kidding. Um, well, let's uh, let's talk a little bit. I mean, you talked about uh, – I don't know that we explained at the very beginning exactly what you guys do or how this stuff can be put to use. So let's explore this um, call tracking and, and call analytics a little more. So basically you can – you're recording the call in real uh, real time. Also, you, you're able to interpret certain things. Like you can put things essentially into buckets. Now they're they're a guess, but you can kind of estimate did uh, did this sale close or was this person unhappy? Tell us about some of the other buckets that you can kind of automatically put people in. Yeah, we um, so so we we call them indicators. They're statistical models. So what it's it's doing it's it's a computer that's listening to the phone conversation, and and we're passive in this role. So the call gets routed uh, through the server. We're recording the call, goes right onto onto your business. So they're you know they're just answering it, but in the background. What we do is we first we run a speech recognition and then we look at tone and we look at how fast people are talking and then we, we, we analyze that to be able to answer questions that uh, our clients have. Some of those questions are, wow, do I have an angry customer? Because if I do, I want to know about it immediately. And so we look for certain words, we look for tone, we look for pitch and those things to be able to essentially create a probability and we'll say – you know, we're eighty percent, you know, probability that this person was, you know, was angry, and you need to address them. And so, uh, from that, we have a webhooks technology that allows you to, to to push out alerts or information, so that whether it's a manager or somebody in the company can immediately know that. But here's a couple things that we look for: is some people just want to classify uh, how many calls are coming in, how many requests are coming in, uh, or they want to look for competitor mentions. Or is there price sensitivity? Uh, is there? Do I get um, uh, push a back lot of on price, price? Push back on price, so we can uh, we can identify that, and we can look for certain agent skills. So, are my you know are my representatives uh, you know giving a friendly greeting, or are they asking for the business? Uh, so, all of those things you can you can identify. You can identify which is a returning customer or a. Or uh, you know, or, or a new customer. And one of the things, particularly in the performance marketing space, that's important is give me a lead score. So I'm spending this much money to drive leads, but what mm-hmm. kind of lead am I getting? So I'll, I'll give you an example. If you're using uh, Google AdWords, uh, I think one of our clients was Holiday Inn Express, and they. Uh, they were they were using they were they were going into the mobile space and so they uh, they they were buying buying essentially calls you can do a pay per call through Google so every call that came through they paid for well when they ran it through our analytics what we found is that you know fifty percent of those calls bounced right and so they didn't even connect and then we were able to identify that 25% of them were just repeat calls or they were calling about directions or something. They weren't even a lead. They were just using it like the white pages, right? And then, and then there was, uh, I think they had about 15 to 20% of those that were actually good qualified leads, and then they closed 10%. So now 
you can take your cap campaign and have very specific detailed information about how effective it is and compare whether it's one keyword to another keyword or one landing page to another landing page. You can really do good split testing, A-B testing, or even uh, 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 more complex testing. Well, so the, the lead scoring, is this something that uh, I mean, is, you can tie back to your – uh, kind of marketing automation system. If you're running that as well, can you can you say can you put a lead score into your customer relationship database? Exactly. That's exactly yeah. That that's exactly what people use it for. It's and it's like it's like boom, light bulbs go off. I mean, people get excited because you can push it into your real time bidding platform. And so what happens is, uh, you you set up this the scoring, you know. Mechanism Based on your own criteria, right? Whatever is important to you. Exactly. So we provide, you know, we provide some basic, you know, look. Are you looking for this? I mean, for example, um, if uh, if you're looking for auto insurance, then there might be certain uh, certain types of vehicles like a BMW or a Mercedes that that might go into your lead score. We can look for those specific keywords, but build out a score so it could be you know score from zero to hundred and. And then that can be pushed into your CRM. It can be pushed into, again, your real-time bidding platform, your advertising. Okay, so let's optimize. talk about that. I'm not sure that people are gonna, you know, may pick up on that real-time bidding platform idea. So the, so the idea is let's say you're buying some kind of traffic and you're paying per click. Uh, what you can actually do is based on the number of phone calls you have and the quality of the leads coming off of those phone calls, you can calculate how much to bid on that keyword and adjust it in real time or at least frequently and do that in an automated way. So you say, I'm willing to pay 30 bucks a lead and I'm going to, per quality lead, and I'm going to dial this bid up and down based on the actual quality of leads I'm getting. Yeah, exactly. So, and we push that data out for every single call um, within, you know, within 10 minutes after the phone call. So that's, it's really optimizing, you know, within a day, uh, within hours, uh, what what leads in? So the important thing with the lead score is it's not just the number of calls. It's give me a score. On, you know, wow. So this, you know, whether it's this site, this keyword, this publisher, these are really driving you know high quality leads. Then I'm going to shift that spending. And this is how um, you know this is how our Gerald's Tire, for example, increased their you know the number of their call volume for the same budget. They tripled that because they were optimizing it. That's right. Well, you know, this is just the jumping off point for more discussions I'd love to have. Unfortunately, uh, listeners, you've spent a perfectly good half hour listening to us jabber on. No, just kidding. Uh, Jason, so much. Uh, thanks so much for uh, being on the show. And for those of you interested in our conversion conference, our first 2013 show is coming up in San Francisco, April 15th and 16th. Use the promo code WMFM to get an extra 100 off. The early bird deadline, unfortunately, just passed, but uh, it's still a good deal and you will learn a lot. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm.
The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.